everyone, and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and normally I read from my book of poetry entitled A Strong Will Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But tonight I am not going to do that. I just wanted to talk. And one of the reasons is because it's been heavy on my mind um, in the past few hours concerning people walking in and out of your life. And so I just kind of wanted to touch on that. I do remember there was a point in time in my life that any time that someone would walk out of my life, I would be so bothered by that. I'd be like, why or what did I do? to cause this person to exit from my life. And I would ponder on that. I would do the whole, what did I say? What did I do wrong? How can I fix it? Why aren't they speaking to me any longer? Why why is it this way? Well, recently I've come to realize that where we literally sometimes feel as if it's something wrong when someone leaves our lives, That's not always the case. Sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. Sometimes it is God protecting us because he knows the hearts and the intentions of man and woman. And in an effort to keep us safe, sometimes he will allow a person to leave the relationship because he knows that this person doesn't truly mean you any earthly good. And so I'm starting to realize that exiting is not always a bad thing, literally. And I started thinking about all of the friendships or relationships where I didn't, for the lack of a better way to put it, didn't necessarily get closure when that situation ended. And I thought about how much time and energy I spent trying to figure it out, trying to figure out what happened, why it happened. And then I kind of reshifted that focus over the past couple of hours. And I was like, what did you gain by that person leaving your life? What did you lose and what did you gain? And in a lot of the situations as I kind of count them up and look at them and evaluate them, I gained a new sense of self. I realized that where I may have put so much weight on that friendship or so much weight on that relationship and hadn't imagined myself without that particular person being in my life any longer, that I gained so much more. There was one person that came to mind and I'll never forget it because it was one of those things where we never had an argument. We never had an actual argument. I just looked up one day and noticed that she wasn't returning my phone calls. Um, and I was just like, huh, what brought that about? And then as I went deep into like the pat the conversations that she and I was having, I started to realize that there was a direction that she was trying to go and I was in a, in disagreement. I didn't quite agree with the decision that she had made. And 
instead of her telling me, you know, well, I don't understand why you don't agree or because you don't agree, I'm going to go ahead and kind of like, you know, in the friendship or whatever. That's not what happened. Instead, she did the opposite and just stopped taking my phone calls. And at first I was truly offended. That's just the best way I could put it. I was like really offended because in my mind, she was like a sister to me. She was like a really, really good friend to me. And so to go from what I considered to be a close friend to all of a sudden a total stranger, uh, yeah, I was affected by that. Well, then fast forward, as I look back on everything and I think about the relationship, the friendship, I started to realize that it was a blessing that she's no longer in my life. One of the reasons is because she wasn't good for me. And sometimes we try to force these friendships. We try to force these relationships and try to make them what they're not. And it could be very well. I know we've talked about this before. If you follow my podcast, we talked about potential. And sometimes it's that you can see the potential in someone. And so you're thinking, you know what? If I hang in there because I see the potential in this friendship or I see the potential in this person, eventually if I stay the course, it'll evolve into what it is that I believe it can be. But that's not always the case. Sometimes you just really, truly got to believe it for what it is, what it already is. Um, There's a saying that says, when people show you who they are, believe them. And looking over my life, I realized there's a lot of times that people showed me who they were and I was in flat out denial. I was like, oh, no, that's not who you are. No, this this is just the season you're going through. Oh, no, that's no. You Trust me, you're going to change. What in the world was I thinking? But I'm glad now that I'm able to recognize, like, no, she was showing you by her thought process. And even though your reasoning may have seemed more mature or wiser, she was not in that position. She wanted you to co-sign for the foolishness. And when you made up in your mind that, like, no, that's this just foolish and I'm not going to co-sign for that, then she left. And so, huh. The more I thought about that, I was like, how many other friendships have left? Because maybe I was the one being the foolish person. And instead of them taking the time out to be like, Teresa, you know, that's kind of really foolish what you're thinking. They just decided I'm not going to deal with it and just left the relationship. Um, And with me, I didn't even try. I think what I did, I mean, I did try calling, but I never once like took the time out to be like, um... Did we have a falling out and maybe I just didn't get the memo or what's like, I didn't even go through that. I just literally let it fade. And I remember there was a sermon that a a bishop actually preached and he was like, give people permission. And I'm paraphrasing because it's been so long. I don't even remember the name of the actual sermon, but it was something in the sense of give them the blessing of like letting them go, be willing to release people. Don't hold them in the bondage of your your own standards or in the bondage of your own mind of how you feel as if, okay, well, you know, I've been your friend for 20 plus years. I mean, surely, surely you shouldn't be trying to leave the friendship now. Like, no, if, if, if someone wants to leave a relationship, if someone wants to leave a friendship, bless them with letting them go and don't hold that against them. You know, keep the, the heart of your door open. Because if they ever want to return, if they ever 
you know, decide that they want to have that conversation with you to let you know why it is that they departed to begin with. Allow them that opportunity. But at the same time, don't get so caught up in holding on to a dead thing, holding on to where the relationship, it's not being reciprocated. It's only one sided. They're not looking at things the same way that you are. I know that there's a scripture that says, how can two go together unless they both agree or how, and I'm paraphrasing on that too, because, you know, I don't have the Bible memorized from beginning to end, but it's something in terms of, you know, how can you go in this direction if you're not in agreement of which direction you're going? And so I believe it's the same way when it comes to friendships and romantic relationships. If you get to the point that you're just not in agreement, if you get into the point that it's just like, look, me and you are not seeing eye to eye. Um, we, we did for a season, but you're going left and I'm going right. And I just don't see how we can ever come to, to you know, terms with this terms of this is how it's going to be. Maybe the best thing for us to do is exit. Now, what I have also found out, everybody ain't mature enough to have a conversation. Some people just don't like confrontation. And so because they don't like confrontation, instead of having to hear the fight, having to possibly be convinced to stay in that thing, they just exit quietly. And you should have enough cooth about yourself to be like, you know what? Okay, have a blessed life and just leave it at that. Um, and so as I was looking over, just kind of, cause I, I do that. I do that a lot. I think deeply. I think about certain relationships that I've had, how they, how I grew from them, certain relationships that I've lost, what I learned from them. Um, if I learned anything at all, and then, um, wondering like, okay, so why did this fade or why did that, you know, why did this person? And so I guess now where I'm at is just like, I don't have to know the why. <laughs> I think I'm falling into the point that I'm just like, not my will, but your will be done, Lord. You know, there's a reason why they left. There's a reason why the friendship is no longer. And let me just be content in knowing that rejection truly can be your protection. Like I don't have to always have the answers in terms of why it is that certain relationships don't last a lifetime. I've also read somewhere where it talks about that, where it says that some friendships are for a season, some friendships are for a reason, and some friendships are for a lifetime. And so being able to recognize the difference, I believe, makes a world of difference in your world um, to be able to recognize, OK, so this person is in my life for a reason. Once that reason has been met, once that reason has been fulfilled, once the revelation of the reason has been identified to recognize that, OK, if at any point this relationship is severed. I shouldn't take it personally because the reason has been identified. Then the season, once the season comes to an end, you may be thinking, okay, well, the season, you may be thinking that the season is, is going to be a lifetime season, but that may not be the case. It may be a season of they're only in your life for a year or two. Okay. Once that season has ended, then 
it's okay to be able to to take the good from those experiences, to be able to put that in your memory bank so you can draw from your memory bank anytime you need a quick laugh or anytime that you need something to put a smile on your face. It's okay for you to put that in your memory bank. But once that season has ended, once that season has truly ended, it's like, okay, I'm going to bless you and let you go because whatever other season that you're about to enter into or whatever other season that I am about to enter into. There was something from this season. There was something from this relationship that I most likely will need coming up into a different relationship or coming up into a different season of my life. So I'm going to take those tools that I learned while interacting with you, while dealing with you, um, our little heart to heart talks, whatever it is that I glean from you in terms of wisdom or in terms of knowledge or in terms of an understanding. I'm going to put that in my toolbox because I may need that in the next season of my life, but I'm going to bless you and release you to do whatever it is that you need to do going forward for every, whatever you need for your new chapter in your life. And then there's the lifetime. There are those friends that they're going to be there for you through the highs of your life, through the lows of your life, through the good times, through the bad times, through the grief, the grief and through the happiness. Like they're just going to be there. And those friendships you literally protect and guard like with your life. But you should in the course of getting to know each individual, you should be able to recognize, okay, this is a lifetime friendship. Okay, this is a seasonal friendship. Okay, so you're in my life for a reason. I may not quite know what that reason is yet, but I'm going to trust and believe that it's going to become clear to me in the very near future. And then once you have those facts, once you kind of know this, then operate in that. That way you're not looking at a reasonable friend as a lifetime friend. That way you're not looking as at a seasonal friend as a lifetime friend. And that way you're not looking at a lifetime friend as a seasonal friend. And then once you put that in its proper perspective, I think it'll just help you to deal with people in general. And so maybe that was something that I needed to reflect on all throughout today especially the last few hours, because I really have been just seeking the the face of God, just kind of reflecting on certain things and asking certain questions, because I'm starting to recognize as I'm entering into a new season, I am starting to recognize some of the reasonable friends or the reason, the friends that were just there for a reason. And the reason now that it's been identified, it's like, okay, I can release you. Like, I don't have to expect you to be in my life indefinitely. And then there's a season, you know, once the season ends, it's like, okay, that season has ended. So I bid you farewell. I wish you the best, but I don't have to bring you into this new season because a new thing is is taking place in my life and you may not necessarily fit in that new thing. And so, um, not like you have to have that conversation with the person, <laughs> but I'm just saying like, once you kind of recognize that, okay, so, all right, that was a reason. That was a season. This is for a lifetime. So then you know how to handle the situation accordingly. And I'm not sure who this is for, but I do know that that was something that was laid heavy on my heart. And I was like, I didn't want to 
I didn't necessarily want to have to read a poem or even write a letter to my dear future hubby. I just kind of wanted to express what was on my heart. And the reality of it is, is that, yes, there are such a thing. There is such a thing as seasonal friendships, friendships that are only there for a reason. And once you learn that lesson, you can close that chapter. And then there are your lifetime friendships. And so once you are able to truly recognize who certain people are in your life, then I believe that it makes it easier to let go. And then you give them them the blessing of letting go, like not holding on, not making them feel guilty because they left, not, you know, doing the whole guilt trip. You don't have to do that. It's just like, okay, you know, I thank you for the time that we spent. I thank you for the laughter that we shared. I thank you for the lessons that I learned. I hope you learned something while I was in your presence as well. Um, But I do understand. I do understand that there's a blessing in letting go. And so just having the, the peace of mind of knowing that it's really okay to do just that. It's okay to let people go. It's okay to let even your idea of like the perfect, what perfection looks like. Because that's the other thing I think that I'm starting to release as well is that for the longest time I had this, this, what is it? Perfectionism complex. And I probably messed that all the way up, but I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. But I I had this complex about being perfect and don't even, I don't even know exactly where it stems from or where I got it from, but I know that it became an issue. And once I recognize that perfect, like you can only be perfect in God, you as an individual are imperfectly made. And so because you are already imperfect, you were born imperfect, you cannot reach the peak of perfection just being human. You, it literally is a supernatural thing. In order for you to ever reach any level of perfection, it would have to be done supernaturally. It can't be done naturally. And so once I kind of recognized that, I was able to debunk that whole being perfect. And so, and I was able to give myself permission to make mistakes to the point now that I'm just like, yeah, I, I screwed up. And I'm, and I'm quick to say it too. Like, I don't even, I used to feel some type of way to own my mistakes. I would feel some type of way when I'm like, I don't know. It was just, I don't shame, I guess. I don't know. But it was one of those things that I, it was hard for me to confess whenever I would err because I, for whatever, because I had that perfectionist mentality, doing anything other than being perfect just made me feel ashamed. And so once I just got rid of that stinking thinking, then now it's like, if I make a mistake, I know earlier today I was having a conversation with um, an individual and he brought up something, this is at my job. And he brought up, you know, like, oh, I noticed that. And I was like, yep, uh uh-huh, I messed that up. So let me tell you what I did after I realized that I messed, like it, it no longer bothered me to say that I screwed up. And I was like, and it made it actually kind of empowered me because then it took the weight of being judged for making the mistake. Even if that was the intent of the person, I didn't feel the weight of that judgment because I had already given myself permission to err. So it's like, because I know that I'm not perfect, 
And because I've given myself permission to make mistakes and not to hold that over my own head, someone else trying to do it just didn't work. And I was like, oh, wow, that was empowering in and of itself, in and of itself. I took that sting away and it felt good to do that. It felt so good to do that. And so I feel like that's also how it needs to be in relationships. We are all human beings. We are individuals. And to take the weight off of certain situations, I think it just makes it more authentic, more organic. Um, And it allows the person to freely be who they are. And it allows you to freely be who you are. And in doing that, there's so much growth that could take place when you just allow people to be who they are. And so, um, and I'm recognizing that just in a lot of different things. I'm recognizing uh, maybe it's age, you know, maybe it is age. I know that they say when you get a certain age, there's certain things that you just really stop, (laughs) you stop tolerating. And so I'm starting to notice that about myself as well. It's like, I, I'm starting to recognize that peace of mind is so valuable to me. Being at peace, having a peace is so valuable to me to where I will shut anything down that disrupts my peace. And it doesn't matter where it's coming from, who it's coming from. It's like I literally maybe that's a form of me guarding my heart. I hope you're guarding your heart as well. But I know what it looks like for me is I I can't. I got to shut it down. That's the best way for me to put it. I got to shut it down. If there's something disrupting the peace, my peace of mind, my zen, my flow, I have to shut it down. And maybe it's age or maybe it's because I'm starting to recognize the value in having peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Maybe the older that I'm getting, I'm starting to recognize just how valuable that truly is. And so when something starts to disrupt that, I've got to shut it down. It doesn't matter what it is. It's like I got to stay in that zone for my sanity, for my just serenity, for me to be and remain in my right mind. I recognize that now. And I don't think that I've I don't even think that I was mindful of that before, but I know that the older that I'm becoming, I am more mindful of it. And so all of a sudden out of nowhere, I'm just like, uh, yeah, that's not giving me peace. And I just have to shut it down just so I can get back into that. Huh? You know, like <laughs> just that little peaceful mode. If, as long as I'm there, I'm good. Anything that just disrupts it, it's like, I think my son said it best. He was like negative thinking or having negative thinking. It's like a form of cancer. And maybe that's where and I didn't even know that was a great way that he said that. But in my mind, I'm thinking maybe that's what it is. It's like it's cancerous to me. It's like I just want to shut it down. I don't want it in my psych. I don't want it in my mental. I don't want it in my space. I just have to shut it completely down. And I think that makes a difference. I think that makes a difference. So... I do hope that you're having a blessed and wonderful evening, morning, or afternoon, whenever it is that you receive this episode. This is going to conclude my episode on today, but I just, I really hope that that you are doing all that you can to keep your peace, protect your zen, and take care of you because there is only one 
you. Signing out, your girl, Teresa. Y'all have a blessed one. Bye.